uh, I want to speak to you just for a few minutes, and then because we have a very joyful day today. We have three people that are going to be baptized. And I... So I'm going, to let them, I'm going to let them do the preaching here in a little bit. Next week, you don't want to miss because we have a baby dedication. I get to hold a little baby. I'm so excited. Uh, in the church, there are two ordinances, what we call ordinances, that, that we observe. They were both commanded by, by Christ. The first is communion, and the second is baptism. Uh, communion... Jesus told his disciples in, at the Last Supper when he broke bread and, and they shared the cup, he said, do this in remembrance of me. Communion, then, is a time when we remember what Christ has done for us. If you are a Christian today, if your sins have been forgiven, if you have Christ in your life, it's not because of you. I'm going to say that again. I know you are the best-looking, most intelligent audience there has ever been right here. Still means you had nothing to do with buying your salvation. It was Christ. No matter how good you are, no matter how many, how many meritorious uh, services you conduct, no matter how much finance you give no matter what you do or say you can give your life to the poor you can do everything else salvation in this regard is not works oriented you cannot earn your salvation it was bought with the blood of jesus christ on the cross that is the only way anybody will ever come to eternal life is through Christ. And you say, well, well, pastor, that's pretty narrow-minded. What about all, all the other religions? Aren't you being mean? No, I think, I think being mean is not sharing the gospel of that, that Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that nobody can come to the Father but through him. Are you with me? If you have compassion... If you have love for people, you will share the good news of Jesus Christ. Because I will promise you this, that when you share the, uh, the good news, they're either going to receive it or reject it. That's it. Communion is remembering what Christ did for us. It, it's a personal, intimate relationship that when we take communion, we're, we're stopping, pausing, reflecting on our lives, and we're saying, Christ, is there anything in me that has elevated itself? That is hindering my relationship with you remembering you, the Bible tells us in in uh, in first Corinthians chapter 11 that you can take communion in an unworthy manner communion 
first and foremost is us remembering what Christ did and being thankful and understanding that anything that we have in regards to salvation is through him. It also, in its broader concept, deals with our relationships to one another. Because Christ died for all, John says that we will, you'll know that you're the disciples of Christ by the love you have for one another. There are numerous passages of Scripture in, in the New Testament that deal with our love for one another. And even in the Old Testament, when you look at the Ten Commandments, four of them are in regards to your relationship with God. Six of them are in regards to your relationship with one another. So when we take communion, first and foremost, we're aligning our hearts and lives with Christ. Second, we are aligning our hearts and lives with others, saying, I have no animosity, I have no ill will, I have nothing in my heart but love. When you can do that, communion is blessed. It's an amazing time. Baptism is the other. If, if communion is remembering what Christ did, baptism is our decision to dedicate our lives to Christ. Both are done by us. We take communion, we are baptized. They are acts of people of Christ. Baptism is a physical sign of the believer that they have dedicated their life to Christ. Not some of their life, not 50% of their life, not 75% of their life, not even 99% of their life, but they have decided that their life is going to be in Christ, that they are going to live according to what Christ wants in their lives. They will go where Christ says to go. They will say what Christ says. They will do what Christ wants them to do. They are all in. Baptism, therefore, is important. It's essential in the life of all believers. Baptism is for believers. We don't uh, baptize babies we dedicate babies like next week and we're going to dedicate them and, and in dedicating that baby we're going to ask the lord to always guide that that child's life and we're going to, we're going to give a a charge to the to the parents to raise that child in the ways of god but when it comes to baptism you have to understand why you're being baptized we adhere to the baptism of believers Jesus commanded baptism. He commanded all to be baptized. In Matthew 28, 19, he said, go into all the world and make disciples, baptizing them. Baptism was a sign that you believed in that person. John the Baptist baptized unto repentance to the forgiveness of sins, John the Baptist, when his disciples believed his message, they were baptized. They identified with that message. On the day of Pentecost, in Acts chapter 2, uh, when the baptism of the Holy Spirit came out, 
and, and, and the 120 in the upper room were filled with the Holy Spirit. And then uh, those that, that were around saw what was going on. And Peter preaches this amazing sermon. And he is so anointed with the Holy Spirit that over 3,000 receive Christ and are baptized. And you say, well, I, that's great. Can you imagine baptizing 3,000 today? Can you imagine how, how my, my skin would feel standing in the water that long? 3,000, 3,000 were baptized. And you say, well, that's great. But you have to understand what baptism meant. <clears throat> on the day of Pentecost, they were baptized into Christ. They were commanded to baptize into Christ. What does that mean? That simply means that they were saying, Jesus is the Messiah. They were Jewish believers that were looking for the Messiah, and they said on that day, at the chance, the risk of alienating their families, losing their occupation, and possibly being thrown in jail or losing their life. They said, I am all in. Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus did die for my sins. He is the one I am following. And some 2,000 plus years later, we don't have as much risk in our country. There are countries around the world that if you are baptized, that you take a chance of losing your family, your friends, your life. I was in Jordan back in 2014, I believe. And uh, we were talking with a, a young lady that, that, our, that our missionaries had brought to Christ. And she wanted to be baptized. And her husband, which was Muslim, of the Muslim faith, said, I want you to quit associating with these Christians. And if you decide to be baptized, I'm taking your children, which in Jordan, they have the right. I'm going to take your children. I'm going to kick you out on the street. You are going to be homeless, and you're not going to have any way to support yourself. The day I left, three of the missionaries' wives went down to the Red Sea and baptized her. Because she said, I'm all in. See, baptism is more than just a, a, a something that we do. It's a dedication to Christ that says, I don't care what I think. I don't care what other people think. I don't care what anybody thinks. I am all in. Paul said it this way, in Colossians 2, uh, he said, we are buried with Christ in baptism. Now, being buried in Christ, he was using symbolism that as Christ died, and three days later, he, was, he rose under the Spirit's power. Keep in mind, his blood was shed from his body. When he rose again, his blood was not there. He was walking and living in the, in the power of the Spirit of the living God. 
And Paul said baptism is symbolic that, that we too are dying out to ourself. What is ourself? What are we dying out to? Our carnal nature, the way we think the way we think things should go, the way we think that we should be treated, the way we think, the way we understand, the, way, the, the things that we want to say. And we're saying, no, we are no longer going to do that. We're dying out to that person. And when we arise from that water, we are going to be a new creature in Christ that our life is going to be governed not by our nature, but by the very spirit of the living God. That's a powerful statement. I had mentioned this morning to someone that I would like to tell you that when you're baptized, that old carnal nature stays there in the water. I have thought about baptizing people and holding them under for quite some time. <laughs> you're okay, Nathan, I got you. that still wouldn't solve the problem. When you rise, that carnal nature is still going to be there. It's symbolic, but what is different is you have said to Christ and to those around, this carnal nature that I have, I'm going to be just like Paul. I'm going to crucify it every day. I am not going to listen to it. I am going to follow the voice of the Spirit of God in my life. You will have one day when you get rid of that. That's when we're glorified. But you can absolutely live in this life with a subdued, carnal nature. You know how you can tell when somebody has a subdued, carnal nature? You see the fruit of the Spirit. You see love and joy and meekness and goodness and temperance and faith. All of these good qualities that cannot be produced by you. They are produced by the Spirit of Christ living in you. And baptism is our declaration to Christ that we are no longer going to hold on to what we want we're not going to hold on to to what we think we are going to follow christ baptism then is a step of commitment to christ between the one being baptized and christ himself baptism can happen immediately acts chapter 2 they were immediately baptized acts chapter 10 Paul went to Cornelius' house and his household, and as he was preaching, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is another baptism that only Christ gives, fell on them, and they knew because they were speaking in languages they didn't know. And then Paul commanded them to be baptized. In Acts chapter 19, Paul is up through the upper coast of Caesarea and Philippi, and, 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 and as he is there... He sees these disciples out by the river and he asks this question. He says, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? And they said, we haven't even heard of the Holy Spirit. And he, and he poses this amazing question. He said, how were you baptized? 
You see, because baptism was identification, and Paul knew if they had not heard of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, they had not really heard of Christ. And they said, we've been baptized unto John. And Paul preaches to them Christ. And as soon as they heard the message of Christ, Paul said, let's go be baptized. And they were baptized in water. So baptism is not something that you have to wait for. Baptism is simply at that moment, at that time in your life when you say, I am all in with Christ, and I don't care who knows, I don't care who sees, I am identifying with Christ. And when you get to that point, that's when you're ready to be baptized. We have three candidates today. I'm going to ask them to, if they would make their way to change. And uh, I got me a new swimsuit just for the occasion. I really didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to ask our praise team to come back. And as our praise team comes, and they're going to lead you in some uh, worship and song. After that, uh, we will hear from our baptismal candidates, and then we're going to baptize them in the name of the Lord. Amen? joyful time. Our first baptismal candidate is Nathan. Everybody knows Nathan. He has served the Lord for many years, and uh, I'm going to let him talk and share with you uh, what's on his heart, and then we'll baptize. Well, when I originally recommitted my life to Christ, I made multiple attempts to get baptized at my church in California. And just like timing didn't happen, and then I came to Florida, and then I made plans with the pastor to get baptized then. I was trying to get my dad down, just, you know, all this stuff, and then it just didn't happen. And so it's just kind of one of those things that just kind of just, eh, you know, goes along, and you just don't get it done. And so for many years, just been, doesn't, doesn't even cross your mind. But uh, when we were at the annual meeting, they were discussing the trend of, Decisions for Christ and baptism. And immediately in my head, the verse from Acts 22 came up and said, what are you waiting for? Go up and get baptized. And so I was like, that's it. I'm going to go get it done. And uh, it's, just, it's just a command that he's prescribed. And, um, you know, that's just one of the things that was passing through my mind over the last few weeks. And so just, just get it done. Good man. And I have watched you these seven years. And I've seen the Lord work in your life. I've seen your commitment to not only God, but to other people. Christ, two that are here today to be baptized in Jesus' name. Absolutely. The Lord drew them in. The Lord did draw them in. Good 
know what? You know, there's little things in life that I'm thankful for. One is heated baptism. I told you. We have Brian with us today. Brian, uh, you, you started coming to the church with Nathan Hirsch. Right. And uh, I've watched you, how you give your life to Christ. You've dedicated your life. And I am just overwhelmed. So I'm just going to, you can share whatever you want to share. I, uh, wow, this is kind of surreal. This is a kind of crazy moment. I, didn't, I never thought that I would have uh, been up here doing this. Four years ago, my life was uh, was in shambles. You know, I, I didn't see any hope for myself, uh, and and I had very little to live for. Despite having a, a beautiful wife and a wonderful family, uh, I, I just didn't see any hope for me. Being a, an abusive alcoholic, uh, I was just trapped in that lifestyle. And uh, I, you know, certain events happened in my life slowly started to uh, transform and you know it's written throughout the Bible it's, uh, that uh, he will transform you there will be a transformation and uh, that has certainly occurred um, my, my heart has been transformed my thoughts have been transformed and it's been slow but it's been also you know immediate at moments and it's been <coughs> it's been quite a journey and uh, you know I'm, I'm very happy to share this moment with you um, you know I Two years ago, about two years ago, on Good Friday, uh, we had a field service, and um, it was just a really powerful moment for me, and it was a very low point in my life, and uh, suddenly, in the story of Jesus Christ, uh, all of a sudden, it just stopped being a story. It became real, uh, and I remember crying a lot that night. It was, it was kind of a hard moment. I, 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 I didn't really know what to do with it. A lot of emotions that I didn't understand at the time, and I, I even had to stop going to church for a week because I didn't know if I could handle it. But um, I, I worked through it, and I, and I thank Him for that. And I don't know if God was just speaking through you with those words, uh, but you know, it was, it was incredible. And, uh, Richard, I was I was moved to take communion that night. So uh, I think I've talked enough. I'm just ready to do the baptism. <laughs> thank you all. Katie is Brian's wife, 
they're from the great state of California. Okay. Um, and, and Katie has given her life to the Lord and has dedicated her life and, and wants to announce that she is a passionate follower of Jesus. So, it's an absolute honor to be up here today in front of all of you because, um, you know, Christ has never always been huge in my heart. I was raised Catholic, baptized Catholic even as a child, but at one point in my life, I kind of drifted away from the church and was no longer much of a follower. But I did go through some pretty hard times where I was struggling, and it's funny how during the times of struggle, it brings you back to God and it makes you want to open your heart again. Well, for the last three years, I've been going through a journey and a transformation, and I just remember when I first stepped foot into this church, my husband started to attend before me. At the time, I was still working on Sundays, but I managed to get in here on a Sunday, and I just remember how everyone was so eager to meet me. Everyone welcomed me, open arms. Pastor Jesse, Nancy, they came right up to me, and they gave me a hug, and they just said, hey, you're from California, so are we. And it just felt so right. And I never felt more comfortable and loved. And I'm just so ready to declare my faith to Jesus and to dedicate it to him. I'm all in. I'm all in. Katie. Isn't the Lord good? Amen. Um, Sam, I'm going to let you dismiss everybody in, in, in song. God bless you guys.